welcome to 360 Conversations Black History Month Audio Takeover. I'm your host, Tamu Thomas, founder of the 360 brand. It's October and here in the UK it is Black History Month and I have decided to collaborate with some formidable women to honour black women in history and consider what their legacy means in terms of wellness today. I believe that it is our duty to honour the women that have gone before, paved the way and provided sturdy shoulders to lift us higher by exploring how we can alchemise their grit into grace. Today's audio contribution comes from Paula Hines, head honcho in charge of You Can Yoga. Paula is also a writer for OM magazine. Paula has provided us with an audio contribution where she is honouring none other than Queen Maya Angelou. Not only is she honouring this beautiful, timeless, oh, queen, she has used Maya Angelou quotes to support wellness practices. Paula's voice is so soothing. And then the combination of Maya Angelou quotes to support wellness. Ooh, you guys are in for a treat. Enjoy. My name is Paula Hines and I am a yoga teacher and writer based in South London. Pretty women wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. But when I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. It's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. Those words were written by Dr. Maya Angelou in 1978. And Maya Angelou is the inspirational figure that I want to talk about today. Born Marguerite Ann Johnson in St. Louis in 1928, Dr. Angelou was nicknamed Maya by her brother, I believe, her big brother Bailey, who she was very close to. And she was a writer, teacher, poet, activist, actor, producer, so much more with more than 30 books published and sold around the world an incredible woman an incredible human being and if by chance you haven't heard of her you will almost certainly have come across her words at some point it's very hard to succinctly put into words what her contribution to the world means what her contribution means to me personally because it's so vast. Um, Though for me personally, among other things, she represents courage, grace, wisdom and authentic power. And 
what power. My first experience of Maya Angelou's work was reading I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. When I was in middle school, I was about 12, I think, and it was a paperback that my mum had brought home. And even though it wasn't the first book I'd read by a black author, it was unlike anything I had read before. So ever since then, her words especially have continued to inspire me, to comfort me, to strengthen me, and to school me when I have needed it. So with that in mind, I would like to use a few of Maya Angelou's quotes to frame what I have learned from her in terms of my own self-care and wellness and well-being. So number one, nothing will work unless you do. For me, this is all about honouring yourself. I know that if I want to do my best, be my best, offer my best, I can't do that if I am running on empty or on a really low tank. And I feel that's true for all of us. And we can all be capable of ploughing on or ploughing through because we feel that we have to. But... At what cost in the end? What cost to us? What cost to the people around us? Um, So now in my 40s, I have finally, finally got that lesson. But that lesson had to come around a few times for me. And as I do work for myself and I am a workaholic in recovery it's something that I do need to stay vigilant about so I do have those words nothing will work unless you do written at the front of my journal so that it's something I I see every day number two I go forth along and stand as 10,000. This is a line from one of Maya Angelou's poems titled Our Grandmothers. For me, this is potent because it makes me think of my own grandmothers, each of them with origins from different continents, who, through colonisation end up being born in the West Indies. And I think of their grandmothers and their grandmothers and their grandmothers before them and so on, that whole line. And particularly at times when I am required to be a bit more courageous or I am stepping into certain spaces, especially as a black woman, this reminds me that I'm not alone. There is this whole lineage. There is all of this support behind me. 
all the people who came before say that I have the privilege to be here now at this time. And the older I get, the more I find I really feel this. And it expands out beyond my own direct family tree to women who have passed on, like my Angelou. And I get real comfort from that. At times when I might feel alone or lacking in confidence or doubting that I am enough. I remember that I have all of those women and ultimately all of that love behind me. So how can I possibly go wrong? Number three, this is another biggie. Every person needs to take one day away. A day in which one consciously separates the past from the future. Jobs, family, employers and friends can exist one day without any one of us. And if our egos permit us to confess, They could exist eternally in our absence. Each person deserves a day away in which no problems are confronted, no solutions searched for. Each of us needs to withdraw from the cares which will not withdraw from us. And that is from the book Wouldn't Take Nothing for my journey now. How apt that is for these times that we are currently living in. Um, For me, this is like a big permission slip to actually take and have downtime regularly guilt-free. This is still a practice for me, still a practice but I am getting better and more disciplined at taking days off. So I take any progress as a win. And I really love these words from Maya Angelou because I do feel that they are true for all of us, especially women who are so often spinning a lot of plates and are the ones trying to keep everything together for everyone else. And even though, yes, it sounds like a cliche in, you know, these days, um, but proper downtime, it is so, so important. I'm a big advocate for rest, and I am practising what I preach, um, it does come back to the first quote that I mentioned too, that nothing will work unless you do. Number four, I have learned that making a living is not the same 
as making a life. Hmm. This for me really feeds into why I chose to go down the path I'm currently on rather than staying in the corporate uh, world of television land that used to be full time for me. After 14 years of working full time in TV, I was made redundant and at the time actually very happily redundant and um, it actually was been very easy for me to carry on and just go into a similar job somewhere else but I gave up what felt like security this career that I had built up to go into uncharted territory because I was following my gut and I had no idea if it would work or not yet deep down I just knew this was the right thing for me to be doing and because I just deep down had that sense that this is what I was meant to be doing it just meant and still means (laughs) that with all the ups and downs and scary moments um, that I feel happier <laughs> now eight years down the line um, my income is less than what it was in my last full time PAYE job but but I am so much happier now and so much more fulfilled and before yes I was making a decent living and I had a degree of status I suppose and I was good at my job I know that I was good at my job Um, But today, now, I can hand on heart say that I am more content and I am incredibly grateful for that. That's not to say that I don't have any problems or that everything is perfect, but I am so grateful for the life that I have now and for that big leap that I had the courage to take um, eight years ago now. So those are the four life lessons from Maya Angelou that I wanted to share today that have all meant something to me but there are so many more words of wisdom that she has and if you are not familiar with her work I would really encourage you to seek her out and just feel 
touched and warmed by her wisdom and knowledge and lessons. But um, before I go, there is one final quote that I would really love to share. And it's actually from the end of a television interview from 2011, which I found was real food for thought. And maybe, just maybe it will resonate with you too. You make your own choices. You can decide if life isn't worth living and that would be the worst thing you could do. How do you know? So far. Try it. See. So pick it up. Pick up the battle and make it a better world. Just where you are. Yes, and it can be better, and it must be better, but it is up to us. And from me, finally, Paula, if you are a woman listening to this, listening to me right now, remember that you are phenomenal Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to 360 Conversations. I appreciate you sharing your precious time with my guest and I. I hope you found the episode useful. I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review my podcast like an increasing number of our digital experiences, the algorithms rule. Your feedback will assist me reaching a wider audience and I'd really love to have more women being privy to or joining these conversations. The feedback I get following each episode is beautiful and tells me more women could benefit. As always, I'd love to keep the conversation going. You can join me by commenting on the podcast show notes on my website or via social media at Live360. I hope to engage with you soon. Podcast produced by me, Tammy Thomas. Podcast music produced by James Anderson. Take care.